the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer from a, right on the porch here at Milberger's at 1604 and Bull Verde Road where it's, uh, I'm going to describe it as long sleeve weather. It's uh, not too cold. You've got your rolled up. I do. Sweat your yeah. I tend to run a little warmer than most people. There you go. But uh, But you don't have your shorts on. No, I do not have my shorts on. That's good. I understand tomorrow I'll be less likely to have my shorts on. (laughs) We'll we'll have to find out the weather in just a second. It's good to be back in San Antonio. Uh, Thanks to Barry for doing a great job coming in and... uh, and uh, take ah, you know he did a great job. He told me he did. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, said, he said I did a great job. <laughs> hey, listen, we're going to go right to the phone lines, and then I'll tell you more about what's happening over here at Millburgers in just a second. Because Anne has called us before the show. She's ready and raring to go at 210-308-8867. Hi there, Anne. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm fine, and I thank you very much for your program, which has been helpful to me many times over the years. Are you sure this was us? I have a question about uh, three large Robolini palms. They're about six by six. They're too heavy for me to move by myself, but I did get help and move them indoors during the last freeze. And because I can't count on that help all the time and because I can't do it myself, would it be all right to leave them indoors for the winter and just keep them watered? What what conditions are there? I mean, is there any light or? Well, I have them in places where they get some light from windows or overhead lighting, so they're not in a dark room. But I I just can't pos. I live alone. I just can't possibly move them as you know in and out depending on the weather. And yeah, yet, I think I they'll sure be. I think I think they'll be all right. And then you can kind of watch them too, if they if show any kind of a tendency to wilt or drop leaves or something. Then you can t- take some action. But I'm kind of with Jerry. I think you're safe for uh, for a while, especially if well, they got I some light. As I said, they're lovely and they're large, and I really don't want to. They're they're taking up a lot of space in my house. I'll admit, but it's worth it if I can save them. <laughs> well, no, don't overwater them. That'd be the main thing. Okay, now, just feel feel the soil, and when it's dry, about an inch down, water them. Yeah, yeah, probably probably once a week, every week or two. Okay. I thank you so much for reassuring me, and, and I hope that I 
and the palms will make it through the winter. I think y'all will. You now, of course, this is the same crew that thought that our tomato plants would make it through the freeze, too. <laughs> so don't get too, well, too comfortable uh, there. I, I really have, have had lots of good results by paying attention to your suggestions, and uh, I, I will do so this time, and I just feel like I'll, I know I'll feel a lot better having agreement good. with you. Good. Thank you You're for up. your help. This is a good, you have a call like this, the first one every time. Yeah, you, know. yeah, you need to call us at the beginning of every show, <laughs> Ann. <laughs> I'd love to talk to you if it wouldn't be so greedy on my part to take up the time, but I listen no. every week. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And I heard from another person that, that listens to our show that I thought I'd do a shout-out to uh, uh, someone who I'm on the board with over at the Salvation Army, and Cecily. He said his mom, Cecily, listens to our show all the time. So, Cecily, how you doing? Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, if you got a call, you call in, and uh, we'll be happy to answer your questions at 210-308-8867. Yeah, everyone who uh, listens to our show, they all say they've got beautiful gardens, and uh, they, uh, so, uh, yeah, we, we seem to be doing something right. Well, we didn't call the freeze right. <laughs> no. What did y'all say? Because I wasn't here. What did you Well, say? but, it, but, but it, uh, Trace brought this to my attention, that the... Uh, Cold was, I think you, no, it was Char, uh, Charles brought it, that the cold, degree of cold was very different from just uh, blocks away from, some places had the 23 degrees like they did the airport and like my neighborhood, and others had 31 degrees or 30 degrees. Oh, really? Wow, that's a big difference. Which we, which was what we kind of expected. We expected yeah. 28 at the lowest, but if you, you got 10 hours of freezing and the lowest 23 degrees you're going to have some real damage because that's you know that's a heat source so you've got to have a heat source if you're going to protect like limes or lemons tomatoes i don't know if you could have protected them but unless you had a big tent a green i put stuff in the greenhouse but didn't bother to turn the heat on which was oh lord that's even more devastating you know you open the door <laughs> It's usually hotter, blast of heat, and there's uh, all the impatience are flattened, you know. Cause, well, my uh, wife made me go home, and I had to staple plastic up on our porch, to, and then she put a, a, a heat there you a heat, go. heat light or heat bulb in there. Yeah, Smart so guy. that was successful? I, all the plumerias looked pretty good. good. The ferns looked pretty good. There was only a couple of uh, things that didn't. Yeah. Cool. See, she knows best. Sure. How do we do? How do we do here at the nursery? Ah, we did excellent. Good. So, you were covered. We we always try to prepare a little early because we don't want to yeah. run around when it's that cold and, and try to figure it out. But right. Other than we probably procrastinated uh, an hour too long in in covering the tables because the wind had already kicked up and made it a little harder. But, that uh, gets a, That's really difficult. Uh, I was trying to cover the whole tomato group with, the, with that wind, you know, and of course you. Get it stretched just the way you want it, and then you run over to the other side just in time for the hole. The, <laughs> cover the, the, the bad, the bad fly thing over is there. we have to learn that lesson every year. Mm. It takes I was, 10 months, and we forget. And I was thinking the same thing, that it would be a useful exercise to uh, to write it to write it down, have, have the covers identified, which plants they fit on. and uh, We did all that. They were all laid out. It was just... We waited till the wind kicked up just a tad too much uh -huh. to start putting it on. 
But we were still very successful. We didn't have any anything really. I, the uh, cycle. Other than the butterfly garden. Is a little oh, I got flattened, yeah. Crispy. So did my, you know, mm. all the porterweed and and milkweeds. Got, and mist flowers were all flattened. Um, the cyclamen in my yard fared well. They, That's they're pushed good. by the front area. And even the the uh, begonias that were still in that front area, they did all right. The shelter was enough. But the begonias in the back, they got flattened, uh, too. So and it was usually, you know, I'm on top of the hill and at the top, and then it goes way down to the dip. Usually the top of the hill and the slope, I'm pretty good. This time the uh, back of the yard, the top of the hill, all the way down to the slope, everything got hit hard. Um, so it just... Um, just uh, I guess it's a worthwhile exercise to have those discussions like we had the last two weekends about all the things that figure into what yeah. your plants are. And part of it was this was a a first the first freeze with everything in kind of a growth mode. The tomatoes mm-hmm. were going oh, on. Oh yeah, and that's with new foliage and uh, lots of fruit. And I picked some buckets of uh, green tomatoes, but. I don't know. <laughs> it is a little bit. Uh, well, as far as the Rio Grande goes, uh, it it burned back pretty bad. Hmm. But uh, there's still some live material left on it. And, uh, and so, so the tomatoes, uh, tomatoes burned down b- bad. But I, I didn't see any frozen fruit damage. So what 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 I'm going to do is uh, just let them sit where they are, and uh, and uh, wait about wait a week or ten days, and then then harvest the seed out of off of the fruit that didn't freeze. Did uh, you don't have any? Is this in the greenhouses? You don't have any? No. Problem. You didn't have any problem. You don't have problem with birds. That's a possibility. Yeah. Kind of, kind of. I was out there, moaning and groaning, and the mockingbirds were patiently just <laughs> sitting there, listening to me and ignoring the. Because they can see the fruit now that the foliage. Oh yeah. Oh wow. wow! I didn't think about that. Yeah. And they also can see any, uh, like I have had army worm problems and uh, mm-hmm. cutworms. They could, they could see all them. So could I had, uh, that uh, in there. And I'm sure we'll have questions about folks that covered their plants, and then they, uh, you know, all all the uh, the worms and and grubs and everything get that get sheltered too. But, yeah. So that's yeah, an interesting time. It, it's, it is. I think it be it is a worthwhile exercise to kind of learn from it and uh, uh, write write some of things down and do do the arrangement like Milberger's does here, where. Where you got the map and all the parts identified, it was like mass production when you guys were putting your staff was putting out the materials. Well, we, yeah, we've we, in normal very, circumstances we got it down to about an hour if we've if we've done it was all very of our successful. You didn't have heat source in there, did you? No. But when we wrap these tables, we wrap them, wrap them like a Christmas package. Yeah. You know, the, the cloth goes all the way to the ground. And then some anything specially sensitive went in the greenhouse. Right, but we did that a day or two early. Uh, that way we weren't trying to fight Mother Nature. 
So did your satsumas burn back? I was a little early to tell. Um, I, I'm going to have some foliage, but not a bad damage. The, the limes are, are pretty devastated. The lemons are. I picked all the lemons and limes before the freeze. Um, oh, before the freeze? Yeah. Grapefruits are just loaded, and there's some foliage damage there. Uh, but, uh, you know, at least half or two-thirds of the trees are, look fine. Okay. Satsumas look good. Look yeah, like my, they sats- made it, they my made satsumas it went through. Okay. Uh, Calamundum it's loaded with fruit. didn't look like it got phased one bit. That's a good tree, isn't it? This is the this is the the real the real the, the real calamundum. Even though, but, but I just the, wish it had uh, more uses. Uh, <laughs> the hedge calamundum too has made it through. Yeah, yeah. But uh, kumquat, I've never seen a kumquat get freeze damage before. But it was loaded with fruit. And they actually froze, Jerry. The, the fruit did. Fruit did. Yeah. So that's a, a small fruit. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And I know it's sort of sacrilege because it's not even Thanksgiving yet, but it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas here. It's beginning to smell like Christmas. Oh, with the trees. Yes. Yeah. We've already got the uh, some nobles upstanding. In fact, we sold one this morning. Oh, good. And uh, we've got the Nordmans. Uh, A lot of those are already stood. And the live Christmas trees are... It's a great selection of live Christmas trees. So one of the things that you'll need to mark on your calendar is that coming up December 1st and 2nd, so that's not this weekend, not next weekend, but the weekend after, uh, Millburgers is going to have their big Christmas celebration. Saturday is the traditional Christmas celebration on the 1st with uh, Santa uh, taking pictures from 11 to 3. Uh, The little red choo-choo chugging all around. Funnel cakes. uh, will be served starting at 11 o'clock. They'll be made fresh at 100% of its, they're $2 each, but that whole $2 goes back to the San Antonio Area Salvation Army. Uh, there's face painting, roasted corn. Uh, the Sweet Adelines will be here singing and having a good time. And you can I enjoy sit. that. Yeah. And, of course, when you get your tree here, whether you get it that, that fresh-cut tree um, here at Millburgers, a portion of the proceeds are going to go back to the Salvation Army this year. Uh, then the Cowboy Christmas. Well, a, what a coincidence. You're on the Salvation Army Board. I am on the Salvation Army Board, but I didn't have anything to do with it. They talked to Charles, and he, oh. he said, yep. Well, you should have taken credit for it. Oh, shucks. Got <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean, because then they, they can they look at you with awe at I'll the be board happy, meetings. I'll be happy to give Charles credit for it. He, he's, uh, oh, I know. he and Millburgers are good corporate citizens. Yeah, and practice a knowing look. Your words say, yeah, Charles. Oh, even though I haven't. Okay, just. Charles did it all. I see. Wow. You've got to learn it. It's all a game. Okay. Uh, The Cowboy Christmas is the next day on December 2nd with hot chili, courtesy of Nature's Creation from 11 till the pot runs out. Santa again, little red choo-choo. The Texas Weather Band will be here singing and having a good time. Uh, They do traditional Western country music, roasted corn. The balloon artist will be here on that day, too. So, uh, And funnel cakes, again, with the proceeds to benefit the Salvation Army. So mark your calendar. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, one of the things to report uh, is, and let's see if I can find it. I wrote down the number. But you remember uh, you came out and you were, everybody was a part of the, um, um, 
the Halloween event that we had here at the nursery, and that was a big success. And because of it, they broke down uh, the amount of money uh, that was there, how many meals were served, rather, to the, oh, there it is. So, wow, just short of 12,000 meals uh, from your donations to the San Antonio Food Bank. So that provided 12,000 meals uh, to folks all around San Antonio and South Central Texas. Just, our, just the efforts we yep. did here. Yep. That is good. It's, well, it's amazing. One, it's your generosity was amazing. And two, uh, the Salvation Army, no, I'm sorry, the San Antonio Food Bank does a great job of turning a dollar as far as it can go. They can sure stretch it, that's for sure. They sure can. Well, uh, Trace will just have to reconsider. I didn't think Jerry was very uh, generous, but he obviously donated a huge <laughs> amount of money. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how the break for our was. For our uh, I saw, hot dogs. I saw dogs. him eating it, so I don't know. Yeah, so <laughs> I think it's They're pretty good too. $1 is seven meals, I think. I'll have to ch- I'll check on their website, but it's amazing. Uh, so you you uh, your donation multiplied by seven meals and you did pretty good. There you go. Yeah. So again, and the Salvation Army does a terrific job here in San Antonio, and when there are folks in need uh, throughout the nation, the Salvation Army yeah. is there. They're ready to mobilize. That's what's yeah. so important. Yeah. And they're they're I mean no pun intended. They're boots on the ground. I mean they are. Uh, they're helping the first responders. They're they're helping people uh, who have been displaced, uh, whether it was the hurricane or uh, Sutherland Springs here locally. I know because I've heard reports they're out there with the California fires, and they're providing food and, and shelter and all that stuff immediately. Uh, so they do a great job. So, uh, and Millburgers, I'm just going to say um, I'm somewhat biased because I sure like them a lot. But, uh, who, Millburgers? Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, it makes it easier to work here, doesn't it? Yes, it does because yeah. they are great corporate citizens. They do a good job of uh, supporting. They're, they're uh, pretty fair on horticulture too. Yeah, they do a good job with that. Yeah. I hear. <laughs> uh, Trace, would you agree? Uh, yes. Okay, I'm just checking. All right, so all that's all the news. We'll we'll get you more of that coming up. Let's take a quick break. Uh, did you know, do you want to? Did you want to? I don't have one. Okay. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, we'll have to get one. But let's take a quick break. And we'll come back and we'll. Talk to Trace about some of the other stuff here at the nursery. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I've got to tell you about some things that are on sale because this is the last week that you will find these items on sale. For instance, this is the last week you can save 30% on citrus trees in the three-gallon container at Millburgers. You can save on a wide variety and a great selection of citrus trees, including lemons, limes, satsumas, grapefruits. Again, in the three-gallon container, now just $29.88. Fruit trees are on sale at Millburgers, including apples, pears, peaches, plums, all varieties selected for our area in the three-gallon container, now just $24.88 while supplies last. This is the last week to save 30% on shade trees. Now is the time to plant, and you can save 30% on all 10, 15, and 30-gallon shade trees. Go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that and to learn more about the CPS Green Shade Tree Rebate of $50 per qualified tree at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. When a challenge rises up, do we let it stand in our way or go the distance to overcome it? I didn't want to stay at the bottom. 
but after I was shot four times in Afghanistan, I was told I'd never walk again or have feeling below my waist. If I even survived, I felt paralyzed physically and mentally. There were many times where I took two steps forward only to be knocked back five. When I struggled to get up my hill, depression and thoughts of suicide threatened to keep me down forever. My wife and healthcare providers were there to catch me and push me forward. I learned that psychological care is key to recovery from both physical and invisible wounds. It's been more than two years and my journey is still ongoing, but I know I won't quit. Decide now that I can, I will take the first step. Reaching out is a sign of strength. Visit realwarriors.net or call 800-874-2273. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. Is your jewelry in good repair? Do you have rings that are out of shape or with stones that are loose or missing prongs? Do you have chains or bracelets that need attention or stones that need replacing? Mark Sadaski Jewelers wants to help. Bring your jewelry to us and we'll save you 20% on the cost of the repair. We'll even give you 20% discount on diamonds up to 20 points that need to be replaced. Don't risk losing a stone or even worse, a bracelet or a neck chain. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we believe in preventing loss. Another common problem is our rings tend to shrink. I think it has something to do with being too close to Mexican food. We can resize your rings so they fit properly and comfortably. We do our work in-house. Your jewelry never leaves our control. Come in now and save 20% on your repair. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio for 85 years on Northwest Military Highway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Callahan Road is named after Alfred Callahan, who in 1947 served a two-year term as mayor. But Callahan Avenue is named after someone else. Another San Antonio story after this. Hello, I'm David Meisner, co-owner of Countywide Service Company. For a limited time, Countywide Service is offering free comfort evaluation. We've partnered with Day and Night to provide the most reliable AC and heating service with constant comfort in Bear County. Countywide Service with Day and Night are ready to help you make high electric bills a thing of the past. Receive a 20% discount with any option we recommend. Call Countywide Service at 210-732-9772. License TACLA 28066E. Callahan Avenue, near King William, is named after Brian Callahan, Jr., who, like his son and father, served as mayor. But Brian was elected nine times over a 27-year span. Callahan's wife, Adele, was the daughter of another San Antonio mayor and street namesake, Francois Gilbo. I'm Sonny Melendrez. And I've seen so many things that I just can't explain. But the miracle of miracles is how with your love I was saved And I thank you, I thank you for my life I thank God for grace and mercy And then you became my wife And I'm seeing for the first time The stars, the sun and moon But they got nothing on the power Of all this love I give to you And welcome back to Milburgers Gardening, South Texas. A little Thanksgiving thank you music at the station. I like it. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Tell us uh, what went on uh, during the first freeze of this uh, this year. And it came down with a vengeance, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, the early, early and more, well, it was a record setting. Yeah. 
So let me let me show you. He sure you. sold a lot of frost cloth and and uh, and, the, and the bags. It was a uh, it was like a uh, it was like it was gold. Did you get did, did there there was there a rush on when we were here? It was kind of re, the. Well, it was the next day. Relaxed. It was Monday day. Yeah. They came in and they bought every blanket I had, uh, almost all of the pre-cut frost cloth. They bought all of the bulk frost cloth. So, uh, some some people were preparing early. Yeah, some well, that's good. That's good. They got the message there, because uh, the, the, the the forecasts kept getting more severe and more severe. And then you know, we you hate that when it gets to be like on Monday evening, and they say, "Oh, by the way, it's going to get down to 24." <laughs> I had 20 to 28, and I the, said, wow. the Wednesday one got was getting me, but no, didn't get Nelson. I kept seeing 36, 37 for for Wednesday, and it got below freezing. Yeah. Oh well. What is it you say? Be prepared for 10 degrees uh, hotter or colder. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, I was up in Alabama last weekend, and when uh, Barry came in, hi. Did you have a question? I'll tell you more about that in a minute. Can we ask it on the air? Here, get, grab that. She'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to help you. What's going on? Okay. What is the common name for a penstemon? Penstemon. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm not sure. What is another? Well, there's a whole bunch of different varieties. They tend to go more by the variety name. Like uh, there's Husker, I think, is one of them. Um, but I've never heard of another of a common mm. name. But they all have, there's several varieties, and they all have individual names that they go by. Maybe some localized names, but I don't. We, we don't use it at Penstemon here as much as they do other places. But it's a nice, nice plant, yeah. They are. Oh, okay. All right, here you go. All right, 210 308 210-308-8867. Jerry, is there one named Walter or anything? Yeah, like no, Fred. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually Jerry. Jerry's answer when we we don't have an answer. He kind of comes up with a, a common name. Sorry, though. Pensilman, just do we have? We, we don't have any now. We had no, but we had some earlier in the year. But like I said it generally goes more by the individual varieties name and than he, it does by even the Pensilman. And here we use it for what the early uh, spring and early summer. Right, we got them in for early summer. Is that the same thing? Is that what I found? If I Google the the Pensilman, am I spelling it right? I've never heard of it before. Yeah, you are. Okay. Yeah, they said beard tongues. Oh, beard tongues. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Beard lip, foxglove, foxglove, beard tongue. Well, the foxglove is, but there's other plants named called oh, foxglove. Yeah, this one is actually too. I I yeah. stopped. It's foxglove beard tongue. It says. Yeah, okay. They, it's uh, 250 species of flowering plants of native to the near Arctic. Me Arctic. Oh, okay. Do we sell them? Uh, we've had them on and off. Cool. But uh, as Calvin was mentioning, it's generally more of a late spring, early oh, summer okay. kind of thing. All right, 210-308-8867, or come on by the nursery. The sun's broken out, and you can ask your gardening question in person. I was mentioning I was in uh, in Center, Alabama, and uh, visiting with uh, folks, and there's something wrong with their trees there. I don't know if you can see this picture or not. 
Uh, but you can can uh, they're they're really a strange color. Yeah, that uh, that, that fall color. So. We're counting five butterflies just on the lantana in front of us. There's nothing wrong with the trees. They're Calvin. I'm just I know joking because I'm, I'm not I'm used to seeing trees changing color. Is that a magnolia? And the magnolia is still green, obviously, and blooming. And, uh, and I don't know what the other two was. Is that a gum or a maple? Oh, I don't know. One was. Oh, you know what? It might have been a maple because there were lots of maples. Uh, the maples were pretty. They had the little leaves that were falling, and you see them on the ground, and just the little baby maple leaves. Barry, I should have brought Barry one. And then the bright orange is beautiful. Yeah, uh, but I, just, I don't understand this. You were, um, you must got a break, because Barry said you were, yeah, uh-huh. you're there uh, working on your uh, squeeze Accord- Accordion yeah. skills, yeah. But, uh, well, we did. We had lots of breaks. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. So then, and then this one too. So you know. Yep, that's neat. Yeah, that pretty. So lots of pretty reds and yellows and oranges and most people go north to see uh, colored leaves. Or of course, well, that's north. Well, it's northeast. It was near near Tennessee, near up there. Northish. Yeah. Do they do we lost maples they used to go to? I guess this year wouldn't be very much to see because of all. No, they had they were on TV the other day and they with, said because of all the rains. Yeah. Oh. Hot and then the, which sometimes will lead to. A good color, but then rain just wiped it out. We had a lot of people looking at the since we have the the trees on special right now in the in the smaller sizes. We had a lot of people looking at that uh, Mexican sugar maple. Oh yeah, and, you were uh, talking about that. So day. it's not showing any fall color yet, but uh, it was it, all, you know, all the leaves still look like nothing ever happened. You know what else looks kind of neat? Those birch, birch. Yeah, I kind of like that. They it's are pretty different. You uh, wonder. I'd love to see how somebody that's got planted it in our soil to see how they've reacted and whether they are uh, have that same nice, pleasant look that the, these do in the container. So taking a look at the weather, it looks like, according to AccuWeather, uh, today, high of 73. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, a little bit of rain. Yeah, it says a little bit of rain, high of 61. But it will not happen at Millburgers. The rain will go around us. Oh, that's nice. Just, we're doing it just for the people that need to shop. Oh, okay. I'd see y'all, y'all pay a little extra for that? Yes, and, we do. Okay. And then Monday, 58, uh, 40s, mid-40s for all the lows during the week up to Wednesday when it's in the 50s. But, yeah, 58, 64, and 58 through Wednesday. Let's see if I can get... I have this feeling I'm going to be running around with an umbrella. Just for oh, you think so? Yeah, because rain keep, is... Keep it off the customers. A little bit predicted. Um, it's just like a few showers, occasional drizzle, that kind of stuff. Jerry's got the express news, and I don't think they forecast rain for tomorrow. But, of course, you get a, you can get... A, every source has a different forecast. Oh, do you have it or he has it? Who has it? He has here. it. Oh. Just take a look at that. All right. I will take a look here. I'll give it to you. But All right. Yeah, Friday. Oh, Friday is nice and uh, toasty again. Sunny in 71. Saturday, sunny in 70. And uh, sunny in 68 uh, next Sunday. So Thanksgiving will feel like uh, a traditional Thanksgiving. Right. Cool. And, yeah. Now, they show... They show uh, drops coming from the cloud on the diagram, but then for the the wording, they, they say tomorrow mist and cooler, and they don't say anything about showers until Wednesday. Oh, okay. But maybe 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 that indicates that's 20% or something rather than uh, right. 40%. Right. 
Cool. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We mentioned, you mentioned the trees, and then we mentioned it in the ad, but this is the last weekend uh, for some good trees. It is. We, we always do this uh, as a benefit for everybody. It works with the, uh, the CPS rebate and all that. But in our minds, we have to unload the Christmas trees. And that's where we unload the Christmas trees. Is where when he's saying sit. unload, he doesn't mean get rid of them. He take means, them off the truck. Yeah, take them, take them off, the, off truck. the truck, and, and we find do all some the space. all the prep. You know, we, every tree gets a fresh cut, and we drill it, put a stand, so we can put water in them as fast as possible. And uh, that takes some room, so it's easier to sell the trees off at a good discount than it is to try to move everything around. And we are unloading Christmas trees, so this is the last week uh, of that. So I think uh, some and fruit trees, yeah, fruit trees are on sale. Citrus, that's mm-hmm. on sale. And this is the last week on citrus. It is. So come citrus makes a wonderful Christmas gift. Oh, it would be I mean, nice. Uh, nice it seems like uh, last year, all the way to 24th, we were selling lemons and limes as Christmas gifts. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, they are nice. And uh, maybe you're in a situation if the freeze hits you, that you might need a new lime or lemon tree. <laughs> That's true. And you might want to try, uh, uh, along with uh, orange frost and uh, Arctic frost. Millburger has a few of the uh, rare, hard to find. Uh, lemon frost. Lemon frost. Lemon frost. That, that is a cross that Mr. Moy made at the San Antonio Botanical Garden uh, between uh, a lemon and a and a sachancho. Yeah, and it is. Uh, it's got a kind of a distinctive taste. I think some some uh, uh, people that co- like like that a little stronger yeah. lemon, lemon taste, yeah. stronger than the Meyer lemon for sure. Right. Do you have, did you have one? Do you have one? No, I remember. Remember you, we tested it and uh, Judy preferred oh, the, the Meyer lemon. Yeah, the 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 fruit. fruit we tested yeah. the fruit, not the tree. Yeah. No, I don't have one. And it it's it's holding up pretty good in the in the frost in the fr- freezes. I I haven't heard from Doctor Stein how it did in Uvalde on this past one, but. Uh, it's got a little chancho and it gives it a few degrees cold protection. You've got the amaryllis bulbs on sale too. We yeah, do. yeah. That's, that's a, a that's, that's a, a wonderful price. growing Christmas gift because you can actually buy those, put them in a pot, and grow them out and give them uh, as a gift that's ready ready to bloom. Are yeah, while kit? supplies last four dollars and eighteen cents. Are the kit? We do have the kits. Are where there it comes instructions with the, in there too? Yeah, I'm sure there is, but uh, that's one of those uh, no thinking things. It's fairly obvious. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, just, it's we one of those just add water kind of things. We got a uh, number of articles in uh, Plant Answers, answers too. That uh, and I've still got the uh, forcing holiday bulbs and amaryllis. There's still paper whites and hyacinths left. Oh my goodness! Is that December? And failing well, it is. It's December. Yeah, December. Phalaenopsis orchids are on sale. Uh, that's a great price on them too. Regularly twenty four ninety nine, now fourteen eighty eight in the fourth. Are they in bottom. bloom? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is a nice gift. And that's a nice gift for folks too. They just so, don't. People don't believe. Still don't believe that there's an orchid that can 
bloom in the house for four, four months. months. Well, and, and, and it's a perfect, uh, perfect floral thing to put on the uh, Thanksgiving table. That's right, true. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. they don't nice. take they don't take up a lot of room, and uh-huh. they, you colorful. can still see across the table and talk to people. You know, another thing that works. <laughs> Judy did that this year. Um, she's using cyclamen for centerpieces. You uh, like in the old days, she used well, to cyclamen. Twenty, thirty years ago, it was sold as a as a indoor floral grade plant. And, yeah. uh, and she remember, you know, like ten, twelve years ago, we had we were trying to keep them over the winter. We brought some inside. Man, they responded so well to being in front of the the uh, east-facing windows. It kind of overtook over the whole room. It was like we were uh, had to move out to so make room for the cyclamen. <laughs> but they they respond pretty well to being inside. I like the fragrance. So yeah, if it could work inside with the fragrance. He's got a good imagination. I, I swear the the whites, you can, uh, oh, you can smell them. But that's, we all must have a, a sensitivity to certain fragrances. Jerry yeah. keeps thinking that the uh, Belinda's Dream has a fragrance, too. Yeah, and some of us just smell better than others. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 210-308-8867. If you don't encourage him. <laughs> 210-308-8867. And toll free, 866-308-8867. Boy, it's a big old butterfly. What is monarch. that? Monarch. Is that a monarch? Boy, yeah. it's pretty. Yeah, but he's in a little, a little tough shape. Oh. Is he, should, should he be somewhere else by now? See, she's not, she not too big. Because yeah, the weather? Oh, gosh. Well, weather, the trip. Oh, okay. She would be better off if she was in Mexico City. Did you have a question? Um, all right, you can help him. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I've got to tell you about some things that are on sale because this is the last week that you will find these items on sale. For instance, this is the last week you can save 30% on citrus trees in the three-gallon container at Millburgers. You can save on a wide variety and a great selection of citrus trees, including lemons, limes, satsumas, grapefruits. Again, in the three-gallon container, now just $29.88. Fruit trees are on sale at Millburgers, including apples, pears, peaches, plums, all varieties selected for our area in the three-gallon container, now just $24.88 while supplies last. This is the last week to save 30% on shade trees. Now is the time to plant, and you can save 30% on all 10, 15, and 30-gallon shade trees. Go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that and to learn more about the CPS Green Shade Tree Rebate of 50 per qualified tree at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray, and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. 
Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialized in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award seven years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790. That's 210-698-9790. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Um, what's I going don't on? think I finished my thought on the uh, forcing of the bulbs. Oh, since I'm relatively Right. Uh, like I said, we're still having topics of the month on plantanswers.com. I've left the, uh, uh, thinking that they still had bulbs and uh, thinking that that's one of the neatest uh, Christmas gifts that uh, children can give uh, homebound people or people that don't have gardens that they can grow on their, grow in a inside condition. 
And uh, so we've got uh, articles that Calvin and I have written in the past, one called Forcing Holiday Bubs, one called Amaryllis, The Lasting Magic of Christmas Flower by Greg Grant, uh, Forcing Bubs, and Lasagna Bub Planting. So they we're far, far enough ahead of uh, Christmas that you can you can you can, you can get all and they they they've actually got kits that uh, already that you all you have to do is add water as Trey said a while ago and uh, that's a good uh, good way to do now did you have pansies out in that cold weather I had uh, we got a lot of uh, violas okay it didn't hurt so face them a bit yeah. Then. Uh, and uh, we've got some beautiful pansies here, and they're on sale for 98 cents a, a four-inch pot. Yeah, if you're feeling, uh, you see your butterflies still there, and they don't have any nectar sources because they all froze, uh, the butterflies will go to the violas, they'll go to the pansies, dianthus, alyssum. I didn't realize they did that. I don't think their favorite... His pansies, but, but they're at they're this sure time going, of the year. <laughs> they're sure going. To, well, because even the, the lantanas and the salvias are pretty well wiped out. I think the um, salvia gregii did all right, but the coccinia, the red, the red one that grows in the shade, it, that got a lot of damage, which was a kind of a source. Uh, so let's see, alyssum, dianthus, uh, stocks they like. Uh, even going to uh, the petunias that made it through. Some got dependent on where they were in the microenvironment. But uh, uh, quick, yeah, pansies and violas and uh, Johnny jumps of jump ups are a quick addition. Quick addition to the landscape and the cut flower. Well, I guess snapdragons, stocks, and calendula at the, in the cut flower garden. Yeah. And ornamental kale and cabbage. Don't forget that. And we're speaking for the if you if you're upset about the tomatoes and you're gonna pick the green ones and pull the others out, uh, don't 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 let that area just lie vacant. You plant some uh, broccoli and uh, I don't know about cauliflower and lettuce. There was some leaf damage on. Uh, I had a lot of broccoli with. Uh, Heads, little bit yeah, of leaf yeah. da- leaf damage on that, but I don't think it's uh, going to slow it down too much. No, uh, lettuce did uh, Crawford lettuce did great. Yeah, I've never seen Crawford lettuce freeze. Yeah, uh, the one thing that really got was surprised me in my garden at least was the Swiss chard got flattened, but uh, it looks like looks almost looks like it's already starting to cut from the base again you know yeah come back uh carrots didn't find uh, no of course the spinach didn't freeze didn't uh, spinach didn't show any damage right? yeah hmm. uh, and jerry mentioned the peppers were pretty much flattened hmm. if he didn't cover them yeah so, so are we okay for seeds for next year for the Rio Grande? Well, not oh as good, it's not as good as we'd like. <laughs> I was getting no, all excited I, because the it just it would, Jerry had predicted that they would be much longer, larger, yeah, and jalapenos 
uh, shaped. Yeah, and, and they in were fact, they were at the, the the best plants had already started to put a number of those kind of fruits on, but uh, n- nowhere near the number they could have. Yeah. So what we're, what we're going to do on ours is just leave them leave them lay there for a week or ten days and then go back and pick the fruit that's not been frozen. Oh, okay. No, we're, and I've got some planted down south, down around uh, uh, Campbellton, and so I don't know if they froze back or not. I, I don't think they had as cold as we did. hope not. But uh, Now, what what will be the shape of that seed that if the... The fruit actually froze. I don't know. I don't really know about that. Yeah. Uh, if the free, if the fruit freezes, I have I have a tendency to believe that the fruit seeds gonna be okay. But, yeah, you because uh, you, uh, you know we had ten hours of low freezing, but uh, it didn't. You know the, the, the foliage got in my garden got savaged. And but the, and the fruit looks like it was all frozen, but I guess we could check see how far the freeze went. Yeah. But I, that the freeze doesn't automatically mean that the fruit the seeds ruined either. Right. Right. Well, it'll be an experiment. Yeah. So what is that now? Surprise. Yes. So <laughs> you wanted seeds? Surprise. <laughs> yeah. See if these work. I was, I was glad to hear that people uh, got that uh, got the frost cloths. That's and, right. That's and, uh, good. Yeah. And uh, I, I think they they probably work pretty good, even though we don't we 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 say that uh, they'll give you four to five degrees cold protection. Well, that was below four to five degrees, but. Uh, they, uh, the, the way those frost cloths work is they slow the rate of freezing and thawing. Uh, that uh, rapid temperature changes are are, dam- are damages to, uh, damaging to the plant. Uh, so the the way those frost cloths work, even though they're so thin, it's hard to believe that they're thin as they are now. If you did cover your peppers and your tomatoes and whatever, and and didn't pick all the fruit, leave those frost cloths on there. Leave those. Uh, uh, Let's see what's going to happen. Leave them on there to, uh, to build up heat on days like today. And uh, and 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 that, you'd be surprised. That sometimes. Sometimes those plants can come back, depending on how severely they were, they were damaged. So that uh, uh, that frost cloth uh, is, has been been interesting, been been very useful in uh, the kind of temperatures we have, because it doesn't get too hot in there either, even if you cover on a sunny day. Uh, and it doesn't get too hot rapidly, so that it can slow thaw, slow thaw your uh, leaves and, and and fruit, even if they're frozen. Uh, just uh, 
if you can leave the frost scarves on place in for many weeks uh, some people uh, of course you you got to make sure that if if the frost cloth is staying on that uh, you have some soil moisture there but uh, we've had so much rain I think I don't think that's a problem but now, uh, on uh on Monday, the 19th, it's the time for the gardening essentials class. Oh, again. that's right. And that will be from uh, noon to 3 p.m. at San Antonio Garden Center. Uh, that's sponsored by the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. And uh, two speakers, uh, Betsy Groove, founder of Compost Queens, is going to discuss and demonstrate uh, Bokashi composting, a special kind of composting. She's the first speaker. And Trevor Broyles, horticulturist and president of sales at Urban Soil, he's going to discuss the importance of organics in your soil. So uh, sounds like a making of a, a good discussion, too, if you've got questions or uh, issues on uh, soil prep and on compost preparation. Bring those, because uh, everybody uh, enjoys and benefits by that. That's from uh, Monday on 12 to 3 p.m., San Antonio Garden Center, 3310 North New Braunfels. Uh, they do serve some snacks. Uh, they appreciate a $5 donation, uh, but uh, the programming is free. And uh, for more information, gardeningvolunteers.org, gardeningvolunteers.org. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, there's, there's still... If if you haven't planted, it's still time to plant daffodils, narcissus, jonquils, grape hyacinths, and summer snowflakes. Keep the tulips and and Dutch hyacinth in the refrigerator until mid December to give them necessary pre-chilling. Six so, weeks works well. So so yeah, so bulbs are time to plant those. And. Uh, I, n- I never had heard this. I, I, I was reading, saw this. said, once trees and shrubs have been subjected to at least one hard freeze okay. into the 20s, which we've had, you can dig and transplant them from one location to another. I, g- I guess it throws them into a deeper dormancy. Uh so if if you need to move trees and shrubs, uh, uh, now is a better now, time. Now, now is the time to start doing it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so there's something good about that freeze. I, I well, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I guess we we wouldn't hold it in such low regard if they if it gave us a little more warning and wasn't a record. Freeze, you know, if later in the season too. We always appreciate the freezes. Some people asked about the uh, uh, chill requirement. Uh, freeze like that early in the season does not contribute much to the chill total. Uh, you know, more valuable if we get lots of nice uh, 38 or 40 degree temperatures uh, over a long period of time. Uh, also, we're beginning to see some weeds pop up oh. periodically 
But and uh, our, our our sustainable uh, winter lawns are showing up. But you know, I and I didn't realize that uh, horsehair was so sensitive to the to the freezing. Yeah, the tops freeze. Yeah, top freeze froze off. It, uh, I looked out there; it was like I had a, a, a Bermuda grass lawn. You know, it all turned. <laughs> but of course, in the other half of my lawn, the, the one in the Shade the San Augustine has got uh, rescue grass growing, and that didn't cold and face looking, rescue looking grass. Looking good, but, uh, uh, but I the horse herb will be back. Yeah, yeah don't don't worry, people. Yeah, sprout quickly. I think the uh, like I said, the broadleaf weeds are, are growing vigorously, and uh, at this time of the year, we have to be careful using uh, not. Be careful. Just avoid using uh, herbicides like uh, Roundup and uh, the glyphosate herbicide because they don't work in cold weather. Oh. And uh, uh, even the uh, a lot of broadleaf herbicides uh, don't work in colder weather. Uh, Trace Trace knows the exact uh, degree that we're looking for, but uh, if you if you do want to use a, a, a broadleaf herbicide uh, to get to get rid of the weeds in your lawn, wait until we have a warm spell and uh, use this one called Weed Free Zone. Weed Free Zone. It's the, it's the only one that. Uh, on the label says that you can use in, in cooler temperatures. But remember too that even weed free zone is a needs some plant green plant. To, right, right. That doesn't oh. do you any good to spray a a dormant plant. Uh, that, so that that's all you know. Think about it a while and review the label of whatever you're thinking of using. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, we'll get you caught up with the news. And uh, meantime, give us a call, 210-308-8867. So, Lonnie, you're going to be up right after the news. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867 or the sun shining here at the nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. You can come visit with us, and uh, we'd love to answer your gardening question in person. But Lonnie's going to show you how we do it on the phone right now at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Lonnie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Well, uh, we, we had a... I would say 23 to 24 degrees low the other night. <clears throat> and I have uh, a raised bed that I had uh, uh, broccoli and cauliflower. They're, they're adjacent to one another. <clears throat> and uh, the broccoli doesn't seem to be affected, but the cauliflower, much to my surprise, uh, the leaves are badly burned, uh, but it looks like the, the, the stem it appears to be okay. Is that is that a fairly common experience? Yes, cauliflower is more cold sensitive than uh, broccoli. Okay. And bro- broccoli is more cold sensitive when it has a has a head on it. 
No, no there, 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 there is no head yet. Right. Uh, okay. And uh, that's why and I also, to <clears throat> I was I was uh, happily surprised, and per per uh, your advice from several weeks ago when I had planted a uh, satsuma, uh, miho, miho, I think. Um, okay. And and uh, you'd said that it probably should be able to survive uh, the low twenties and. And it, it didn't miss a beat. It's doing fine. So. Right. That that makes me happy. Yeah. And okay. I think I think the recommendation is generally leave your cauliflower and broccoli be. At worst, it's probably just going to slow it down a few days. Well, that, that's what I when I saw that the stem appeared to be okay. I, well, should I put, should I pull the dead leaves off? No. Just leave the dead leaves on there. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, I like uh, also, uh, I have uh, in, a, in a separate bed. I have some uh, um, sugar snap peas, and um, uh, it's the Oregon variety, which I, I, I get various stories. I don't know whether it's a vining type or whether it's low growing. It does have little tendrils on it, but uh, I couldn't tell immediately following the freeze whether it had. Uh, suffered any damage, but the subsequent observation it appears to be okay. Uh, would that be what you'd expect? Well, it, it, it's kind of unpredictable, but my English piece did the same uh, look real strong and didn't get affected, which surprised me a little bit because they're down at the bottom of the hill. What about sweet peas? Sweet peas, it was a mixed bag on the sweet peas. Some of them, uh, it was kind of like... Uh, our listeners, uh, they, they, I'm not a, absolutely sure how they were affected. Mm-hmm. But I, I suspect that I'll have some tips burned back, and there'll be some that'll be ruined, but there'll be others that are, do, are doing fine. Well, what is but, the yeah, difference between a, what's the difference between a sugar snap and a sweet pea? A sweet pea is the blooming uh, plant, and they're... Uh, oh, oh, okay. You're talking about the flower of the sweet pea. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. there, it's quite a bit of difference. One is poisonous and one is <laughs> <laughs> tasty. Okay. But they look well, the I thought, same. I yeah. thought a sweet pea, you, you were talking about the uh, edible uh, sweet pea. Right, pea. edible pea. And the, yeah, I shouldn't have. I, well, I guess we shouldn't have. Well. The only difference in, in that edible pea and uh, the sugar snap is breeding. I, th- I think they're in the same speed, genus and species. But you can't eat one, you can't eat the other. Well, yeah, you can eat it. If you can chew it, you can eat it. I don't know. The... Well, I mean the the edible pea. Oh, yeah, the edible pea. But yeah. Not, yeah, you sweet peas, you don't want to consume No, them. you don't eat sweet peas. Okay. Well, I guess I've answered the question. Thank you okay. so much. That's uh, good. Those are good questions, and those are... Questions that uh, I think a lot of people are thinking about. So thanks for giving us a call. Thank you, Lonnie. You take care. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. One thing about the citrus that's for sale out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Is this the last week? Did I say that? Yeah. Uh, this this citrus that they have here is the last citrus that that's growing on its own rootstock i mean uh, growing uh, on its own, its own own root 
which means that uh, if it ever freezes down, come back from the ground, it'll be the same thing that that you took. But now, after after this citrus is gone, uh, that won't be the case because it'll all be grafted after that. Then. So you'll have then we'll. When we uh, have a freeze or so the top dies, then when it re-sprouts, you'll be worried about whether there's uh, thorns right. or if it's right. from the rootstock or if, whether it's the top. If it's from the rootstock, usually it's not worth it to keep it right, right. grown. So that's that's the. Uh, it's kind of, uh, for a lot of gardeners. It's uh, it's uh, w- they would probably select the. Ones with their own rootstock. Right. Oh, yeah. That's that's what we were trying to get done. But uh, it's 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 uh, it takes a little longer to grow one on its own rootstock. In other words, to uh, root root a cutting and and grow it to a sellable tree. A lot fat. It takes a, It's a lot slower than it is to just put a bud on a already growing rootstock stock. So. Uh, such as like the, the, these these citrus that they have out here now, uh, at least they they are lemon frost and uh, uh, lots of the some of the, the satsumas. Well, the, I don't uh, think the satsumas. Orange frost. We don't orange frost. Orange frost and Arctic frost. Hey, John's on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, John. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. Every day is a holiday. Hey, uh, I got, I'm planting some acorns of a variety of oak trees from bare oak through whatever. And my question has to do with... Uh, the ones that sprout now, which you know a lot of them readily do when they hit the ground, uh, right. how do they survive in a pot in a freeze? Will it kill them? No, I don't think so. That's my worry is, you know, you put them in the pot and plant them, and it isn't like they're in the ground when they got a little bit of uh, insulation from the, from the surrounding soil. Here in the pot, they're exposed to the... The whole shot of cold. So you yeah, I don't. Be all right. I, yeah, I don't think they're freeze. Yeah, I, I, I suppose you could imagine an environment where they they would, but most of the times we plant them close to a shed or building or something, and they they seem to get make it through. Okay, well I'm gonna give, I, I'm gonna carry on with what I'm doing then. Uh, okay. Versus trying to hold an acorn over, say, in the refrigerator and plant it in the spring. I don't no, think that's successful. No, because those, they don't need a uh, stratification or cold treatment. Those, no, I, know, I, was, I was thinking from the standpoint of protecting them from a potential freeze in their first uh, oh, uh, tender period. I, I don't know if that would slow down sprouting down or not. They may all sprout in the refrigerator. That's what I'd kind of worry about is so I'm going to plant them, and then you think I'll be good to go. Right. No problem. No freezing. No problem. All right. 
All right. Well, I'm going to give you a full report on it eventually. So, uh, <laughs> Thank you, John. I got some serious big bow oak acorns, which you know that old Oh, great. Big, compared to the mossy cup is a smaller tree. All right. But, uh, all right. What is that? Thank you. What? Why, why, why don't you, in, in case I'm wrong, uh, why, why, don't, why don't you, if you got plenty of acorns, put half of them in the refrigerator and uh, and plant half of them? I'm going to do that. I, I've got enough to get away with that. Okay. And, and then. Uh, what happens, and then you'll yeah. know. We'll both know. There you go. Watch, watch the ones in the refrigerator because if they sprout. You know, and have a long uh, sprout on them. It's really you'll tough. Have, you'll, to, you'll have to replant them. It's really tough to you shut the refrigerator out. door when they start. Yeah, the, yeah, when your the trees start growing out the, the door. Huh? And I miss yeah. what the which kind of oak they were. Bur oak. Oh, bur oak. Bur oak. oak. I got both mossy cup and over cup. Um, the um, now then, if, if let's say I had them in some in the refrigerator. And I notice that they're starting to, the roots starting to penetrate the acorn. Uh, they are still all right to plant at that point. Aren't oh, you? oh yeah, absolutely. Still, yeah, okay. They, the viability's right. still there. They won't. That's not. They're not dead. And I'll do that. And I'll, I'll let you know how it works out. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, John. You as, take care. As, especially the ones in the pot that are exposed to the freeze. See if they make it. Thank you all. Take care, John. All right, 210-308-8867. Evelyn is on the line. Hi there, Evelyn. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Much, much better. Good. Okay, I want to ask Jerry about the transhuman flesh. Yes, last week, and I'm just wondering if the answer is still the same. We had like uh, 23, 25 degrees here. Are they going to be okay, or are they going to start falling? What do I expect? The fruit? Yes. I don't. I don't. It's kind of at the edge. I haven't seen it. I've. I've been looking at my fruit, and uh, I looked at some. Uh, I've looked looked at several trees uh, of the fruit, but uh, I don't. I don't think it froze the fruit. Okay. Now so you could if, if you made a. If somebody said, what'll happen if you get 23 degrees, you'd say, well, how long? And, uh, yeah, right. You're, you're, you're kind of flirting with that. Uh, I believe it's pretty long. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm afraid of. But you're not, they're not anything you really can do either to, uh, you, you know, you, if they've, uh, you can give them a little test, let them uh, give them a few weeks and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. That, there's no advantage to quit picking them now. No. I would imagine that they would uh, fall off if they fr froze hard. Uh-huh. So, uh, like Calvin said, it, it'll be a week or two before you know whether they're, they were frozen or not. Well, but I don't, I don't think they were. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Mine look, look pretty good. I, always... I wasn't able to climb the ladder at that time and <laughs> I hate to see all those how does the foliage look? The foliage look good? Seems like it is. Would it be turning yeah. yellow and falling by now? They'd be turning right? yellow by now. Yeah. Because my, my limes and lemons certainly are. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> and some of you know, just the, the fringes of the grapefruit. I, uh, 
I had uh, one gardener that was talking about their uh, their oranges, their navel oranges, and they seemed to have gotten through their freeze. Yeah. Pretty well, well, and uh, the tomatoes and the peppers have the same color, black. Yeah. No. That's, yeah. <laughs> they froze. Yes, they, I had them covered with insulate, and they're just as black as they can be, and I had a, a jalapeno with the jumbo. And yeah. it has some nice peppers on there, which I picked off, but uh, I had it covered with a blanket, and it's still black. Yep. It was just yeah, too cold uh, too long, I think. Right. Well, yeah, this, this was, that was heat, sor- uh, heat source freeze. I don't know if you would have been able to s- just insulate in a heat source. Maybe it would have saved some tomatoes. depends on how that was arranged. Depends well, on the, the heat source, how much heat. Solid. They're not, you know, mushy. So I pick some of those, and I'll see what's going to happen with those. Yeah, that'll be all right. I hope so. Especially <laughs> the peppers. Thanks, Evelyn. All right, how are you? Glad you're feeling better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I am. Except uh, my left hand is still not up to power like it should be, and that irritates me because I can't do what I want to. But I saved my poinsettias, though. My daughter has there to you put go. them on a cart and <laughs> hold them into the a tool shed, so they made it okay. I want to give you a, a word of encouragement. The, I, the I, a horse herb will come back. <laughs> you would have to tell me that. Well, yeah, I knew he was going to tell you that. She was just feeling good. And then, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Evelyn. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. All right. Yeah, same you to you. Too. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Let's see. we got George on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, George, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Fine, thank you. And you? Well, thanks. What's going on? I planted a seed from a lemon tree from a neighbor's that produced a lot of lemons. It sprouted and came up and I put it in a pot that's about 15 inches high and 17 inches diameter. It grew. It's been in there 10 years. Never bloomed. Has leaves, but no fruit and no blossoms. Lost cause. Well, ten years is a long time. <laughs> you didn't, is it in full sun? It's all on a porch that gets a pretty good amount of sun, but not, you know, I don't... Uh, that may be a factor, because we were just, we were, uh, Steve Brown called us last weekend. Yeah, and he had, Melton, you missed it. Oh, and, man. And he had planted, it, it was an orange he had planted by seed, and it was blooming at five years. Uh, that KSAT garden, which was uh, two years earlier than we predicted it would be hmm. blooming. So, but 10, yeah. 10 is a pretty long time. I guess it's, but it depends on the conditions. If they're yeah, not, it's not lack light. Of, lack of light. Yeah. It needs to be in full sun. Is it in a container? Can you move it? Yeah. yeah it's in a container. Job, move it. Yeah, try that. Try uh, again. Uh, it's, underneath a patio, it's underneath the front porch. It gets a pretty good amount of sun, and it faces to the south, and the west is open. But it's not in direct, you know, it's getting some sun, but it isn't direct sun. Yeah, yeah it needs direct sun. I'll move yeah. around. Thank you, sir. Okay. Good luck. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. You take care. And also, for uh, fertility, be sure to fertilize, keep fertilizing those things. Oscar, y'all's fertilizer y'all made, right? 
Osmocope? Yeah. Copious amounts. And you might want to put it in a larger container, too. Okay. All right. Thank, thanks, George. We, uh, we were attempting to analyze the weather. Yeah. And uh, we got this call. It was late in the show on Sunday. Oh. And uh, Steve Brown said uh, he listens to our to our show for the gardening information, but he, <laughs> but he wanted to he wanted to straighten us out on the weather. So oh, he, good. <laughs> so he gave us the weather forecast. And, That's uh, funny. Yeah, and then uh, well, uh, Barry was going to have a long conversation with him, but. Steve's not into long conversation, yeah. but he has been uh, gardening. Uh, the folks here at uh, Millburgers have reported he's been in, he's in for tomatoes and in for fertilizers and things. So he's uh, gardening, and uh, it's nice that he was listening to. The yeah, show. that's great. And we've had him on before. Steve's a oh yeah a fun guest. Yeah. But yeah, he was going to correct our weather. Oh, I was gonna, what was wrong with your weather uh, forecast? Well, I didn't quite figure that out. I, I kind of, I suggested he was retired now. Well, where is he getting all the access to this information? I think we were, we do like we do our uh, horticulture information where we kind of explore and diagnose and then say, well, maybe it was this and that, and they're, uh, they're used to giving the weather forecast a little differently than that. Oh, okay. Well, but and and of course we had. Four or five different sources of the weather, and all every one of the forecasts was different. Really? Yeah. Well, the newspaper, uh, and uh, I guess three sources, and uh, all three of those were, and none of them predicted a 23 degree. And you didn't go to ksat.com to see what they? No. Yeah. Oh. Mm-mm. Well, maybe Barry did. I don't know. He, no, had, he might have. That's right. Yeah, the, he was. He was in control. Yeah, according to ksat.com, uh, tonight, 63. Uh, tomorrow, high of uh, oh, their their high is a little cooler, 58. And tomorrow at 7 p.m., about 53 degrees. To showers, 40 percent chance of light scattered rain. Tomorrow, yeah. So, so I'm just reading it. I don't know how to actually do the, all the finesse of it. You know, where, <laughs> you, you can see kind of there's a cool front right there coming down. Can you see that over my shoulder there? I do. Yeah. <laughs> all those little triangles and stuff. Yeah. We need some more triangles. All right, 210-308-8867. Steve's going to stop listening to the show if we keep doing the weather. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call and be a part of the show. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road where the sun is out. I can tell you that much. Uh, this is a beautiful day. It is a very, very pretty day. So come on out and visit with us in person. The Christmas trees are here, and we'll tell you more about uh, what's happening in two weeks right after this on 9. 30 a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. I've got to tell you about some things that are on sale because this is the last week that you will find these items on sale. For instance, this is the last week you can save 30% on citrus trees in the three-gallon container at Millburgers. You can save on a wide variety and a great selection of citrus trees, including lemons, limes, satsumas, grapefruits. Again, in the three-gallon container, now just $29.88. 
Fruit trees are on sale at Mill Burgers, including apples, pears, peaches, plums, all varieties selected for our area in the three-gallon container, now just $24.88 while supplies last. This is the last week to save 30% on shade trees. Now is the time to plant, and you can save 30% on all 10, 15, and 30-gallon shade trees. Go to MillBurgerNursery.com to learn more about that and to learn more about the CPS Green Shade Tree Rebate of $50 per qualified tree at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bulvardy Road. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. They're still counting ballots in Broward and Palm Beach counties, Florida. One excuse given for the continuing delay is that voting machines overheated. Say what? The latest and probably not the last is this. Thousands of ballots are being disqualified because their signatures do not match what is on the record and or the mail-in ballots were sent after the deadline. One woman who mailed her ballot two hours after the deadline told the New York Times she was late because she wanted to research the 13 amendments on the ballot. Well, that's a poor excuse given that she had weeks, perhaps months, to do the research. Laws and rules are in place to lessen the likelihood of cheating. So-called provisional ballots are also in play. These are votes that were set aside because voters didn't have the proper identification or because they're not citizens. Democrats want those votes counted. It's how they win elections. Governor Rick Scott, who's ahead in his Senate race, is fighting back, as are others. Breaking the law should have consequences for those who are guilty. But often in Florida, they don't. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Bodhi Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life faltering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Order your copy of Bodhi Taney and Ray Bentley's new book, On the Mountain of the Lord, Elijah Chronicles, at Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and select Costco stores. the memory of candlelight and wine, castles on the Rhine, the Parthenon and moments on the Hudson River line, how lovely it was.
reminding me of rainy afternoons, swinging Harlem tunes, and motor trips, and burning lips, and burning toast and prunes. How lovely it was. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer, I mentioned that when we came back, I tell you about some Christmas uh, celebrating that Millburgers was going to do with you and your family. On the first and second is their big Christmas weekend celebration. It's their winter open house, if you will. Uh, the little red choo-choo will be tug- chugging around the nursery from 11 till 3. Free rides around the forest. This is really pretty because they go through all the uh, Christmas trees and stuff. So it smells and looks wonderful. Uh, you can see Santa from 11 to 3 on Saturday. Uh, bring your camera, and it's an opportunity for fun family photos. Funnel cakes will be made, and they're just $2 each with 100% of the proceeds, uh, benefiting the San Antonio Area Salvation Army. There'll be face painting from 11 to 3, roasted corn from 11 to 3. Good thing we're here from 11 to 3. I know. Uh, City Chorus, the Sweet Adelines will be singing, and they're fun. And they'll come by and sing for us. They'll be hot. Uh, chocolate, popcorn, and Millburgers' famous Christmas wassail. So, uh, and uh, when you get your Christmas tree, a portion of the sale of every fresh cut tree will go to the Salvation Army here in San Antonio. And then uh, the Cowboy Christmas is the next day. Santa will be here too. So, Santa is here both days. The little red choo-choo will be chugging around both days. Funnel cakes with uh, the proceeds bending the Salvation Army uh, both days. Roasted corn. The balloon artist will be here. From 11 to 3, and uh, the hot chili uh, will be from 11 a.m. till the pot runs out. Thanks to the uh, folks at Nature's Creation. That's good. Yeah, they do a good job. That recipe they use is really good. And the Texas Weather Band will be here uh, playing music and keeping you um, on your toes and having a good time from 11 to 3 too. So uh, lots of stuff going on. Go to millburgernursery.com for more details. Millburgernursery.com and the truck that they made me for the uh, uh, how long ago? How many weeks was that? I don't know where their magic balloons are they're using, but it's still inflated and it's still oh, that right? from the uh, the balloon artist that made. Yeah, it's just amazing. So anyway, so you play with it every night? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> All right. You mentioned. Yes, you sir. mentioned that the trees, the Christmas uh-huh. trees, the fresh cut trees, and the the live Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of articles in on PlantAnswers.com, and we'll probably put one in the Express News pretty sudden uh, about using uh, evergreens uh, that you can use as Christmas tree and then plant them in the landscape. Theodore cedar here, Aleppo pines, Italian stone pines, Japanese. Uh, Pines, uh, and they're already in. Yeah, and some of the some of the uh, cedars, and what else, Jerry? Can you think of it? Oh, uh, our uh, Arizona cypress too. So uh, you can check them out. Uh, you can get a double bang for your dollar. They're usually a pretty good price too. Use them for decoration, and then uh, have a plan to put them in the landscape when you're finished. Uh, Trace mentioned that they take the trees off uh, uh, from the trucks. They uh, do a fresh cut on the bottom. Not the not the live ones, but the the, the fresh cut ones. Yes, I'm the sorry. The fresh cut ones. Yeah. yeah. Transition there. We don't do that. Oh, on I'm the, sorry. I'm, yeah, we. Well, you were talking about both anyway. So on the fresh cut trees, 
they take them off the truck and they uh, they drill a hole in the bottom too, and they store them in water. Uh, so that means uh, I was talking to Charles, and yeah, he was uh, kind of saying, "Look, people need to know this is a last." Thanksgiving past Christmas, if they want them to, with that water like that, the way we do it, uh, keeps them fresh longer. So, and they, you're not, if you uh, come and the, I guess that's a harder to make a decision when they're all perfect mm-hmm. trees, because mm-hmm. you know, you know, in the old days when you round up the family, and we used to go, we'd spend an hour trying to find the perfect tree for us. Here at Millburgers, you, I guess you could spend the hour eating chili and, uh, <laughs> yes. and uh, corn, uh, roast corn and everything, and just pick the tree. And they'll load it yep. load it for you and uh, advise you on the best way to carry it so that it's not going to be, uh, that perfect tree is not going to be hurt by the transportation. Yeah, we need to have Baron Wiley call in and tell us what not to do with your tree. <laughs> he's good at that, huh? I was just getting ready to say, you, before you drive in the garage, you need to hear, hear this horror story <laughs> of what not to do with your Christmas tree that you get from Millburgers. How they, yeah. He won't ever tell us what he said when he drove in there. Uh, he won't? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I'm sure it was not pleasant. It was not pleasant. Uh, Joe is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Joe, what do you know? Well, I, I, I used to have some what I thought was wildflowers growing up on my fence, and I kept trying to kill them. I thought they were weeds. And I let them grow this year, and they took over my whole chain-link fence, and they were white in the morning and blue in the afternoon, I think. And what? are those morning glories? I had Tell us one more time, it. Joe. Describe them one more time. White in the morning and blue in the afternoon. Yeah, they're kind of like a wildflower almost. And they grow off the fence. And uh, I didn't plant them. They just grew there. Are the flowers yeah. flat, around and flat? They're well, kind of. not real big, you know. Small, but... Um, like... Somebody said they were morning glories. Well, there's certainly lots of uh, weed. Uh, what do we call the, the in the morning glory family? Um, but they're they, the cold should have affected them. They're real sensitive to cold. But well, yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they froze on me. That's my question. Do I have to tear them all off the fence down to the ground, or will they come right back up to the vines? Or do I have to? No, you have to tear. You have to tear them off down to the ground. Well, they'll tear them down to the ground. They'll come back out. If they're frozen, if they're frozen, they'll eventually fall off. Yeah, but you got the vines winding their way through the chain link fence, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I said, just leave them up there, and they'll come back. You know. No, 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 no. no. They're an annual. I mean, they're they're dead, but they they, they will. Uh, it'll take them four weeks to to rot off of there, but they'll they'll eventually fall off. They'll they'll fall off there just in time for the new ones to start next summer. Right. So I don't have to I don't have to pull them off then. Not if you don't want to. Okay. And secondly, on tiny, what's the best way to kill grass in between two fences? My neighbor's fence and my fence. I can't get in between. It's about six, eight inches in there, and that grass grows up. Uh, what's the best thing to use? Age orange, orange oil, and vinegar, or what? Well, <laughs> um, now could you put some kind of a 
uh, physical ground cover? I mean, there there would have. Uh, I could rock. put concrete in there, I guess, if I really wanted to. Or, or decompose. Granite is is attractive, and I guess it eventually something would grow in there. Um, Where do you get the decomposed granite? Y'all got that there? Feed stores. Uh, I mean, uh, horticulture supply, soil, uh, all uh, so organic. Uh, quality organic has quality it. Organic He's talked about it before. Yeah. Yeah, the, all of all of the places where you buy compost have it. How thick do you have to put it down? How deep do you put it? The deeper it is, well, the, the, the deep is not. A, if you put two inches down and compact it, or but uh, four inches is is better. Then you'll have a a more permanent. Uh, the the thing, cool thing about it is the water. Can penetrate it eventually, but in a small, small area like that, it'll probably just run off the sides faster. Uh, but four inches and compacted, you wouldn't have much growing in that. And it'd be kind of an attractive, rather than having the weeds come up all over. Yeah, what else could you put in there? I can't get my hand through the chain link tanks, you know, to pull it. Yeah. Well. Uh, of course, you could use periodically use the glyphosate Roundup herbicide. Then you. My wife would let me use any Roundup. Okay, tell her to go out there and pick those weeds then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Man, Calvin doesn't mess around. <laughs> she, she well, that, that, that's on my grave. Is there anything else growing? I mean, that you don't want to be affected by. Herbicide. Well, I guess we can't use. I, I, I'd like for those wildflowers to come back up again. I don't want to put uh, granite in there and then they don't come up to there. You know. What? The morning. The, the morning glory. Really. The morning glory. Oh. Well, if those the morning glories, I would think, if they grow between those two fences, they would fill and shade out anything else that's there. Right? And my, if they were grown in my yard, they would. I mean, they cover everything. Mm-hmm. And they'll grow over the top of a Changsha tangerine or yeah. shrubs. And yeah, they grow everywhere. My neighbor, they grow over my fence, over his fence, and he likes them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I that's thought pretty. they were weeds. Well, they are. The morning, the morning glory, uh, gosh, I can't think of what the, we call them when the weed form. It, well, what, what definition of a weed is uh, something that's grown plant out of place. Plant out of place. So if they're yeah. in your yard, they're not a they're not a weed. They're desirable. Yeah. So. Well, you've been very helpful. Okay, thanks for calling. Oh, you you, you know another thing you could use. Why couldn't you just use some mulch? Um, le- uh, leaves, but probably in that situation, uh, bark. That bark's kind of attractive, and you can use relatively large pieces, uh, and uh, that would probably that would probably do the job, and it would keep the most of those weeds down. Yeah, it's it's just hard getting it through the chain link fence. Yeah, yeah, you can't get to the area. That's the challenge. Yeah, that's, that's why this the you can't you can't get over the top. Oh, that's true. Can you get over the top? Yeah, I could drop it down from the top. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think I'll try that. Bark. Yeah, I think that might be nice. 
Yeah. Good luck. That, <laughs> round, that roundup should have worked good. <laughs> I, I don't want to be rounded up out of the ground. The e- uh, uh, I'm not sure. E- evo, it's an evil uh, chemical, you know. That's the, <laughs> How do you think Calvin's advice to he and his wife would work out? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you okay. go. Uh, thanks. You take care. All right, 210-308-8867. Let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. On a pretty cool day here at Millburgers, it's a good opportunity to come by and ask your gardening question in person and visit with us live or call us at 210-308. Wouldn't this be wonderful if it was winter, winter was like this? So, it's all winter? Well, I guess we'd have to have a little more cool at night. Yeah. yeah. We'd have all to right. have the 40s. Yeah. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I've got to tell you about some things that are on sale because this is the last week that you will find these items on sale. For instance, this is the last week you can save 30% on citrus trees in the three-gallon container at Millburgers. You can save on a wide variety and a great selection of citrus trees, including lemons, limes, satsumas, grapefruits. Again, in the three-gallon container, now just $29.88. Fruit trees are on sale at Millburgers, including apples, pears, peaches, plums, all varieties selected for our area in the three-gallon container, now just $24.88 while supplies last. This is the last week to save 30% on shade trees. Now is the time to plant, and you can save 30% on all 10, 15, and 30-gallon shade trees. Go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that and to learn more about the CPS Green Shade Tree Rebate of $50 per qualified tree at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Hi, this is Jan with Project One, and join me this weekend as I speak with Trinity Oaks Camp this Saturday night at 9, sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. They use drugs and they watch people playing video games on YouTube. We're not equipped for any of that. Hi! This is FYI. We can all hear you. In the movie Instant Family, Pete and his wife Ellie decide to become foster parents and instantly become a family of five with all the challenges and blessings that that entails. Inspired by real events from the life of the film's writer-director, Instant Family has some absolutely terrific messages about adopting from foster care. But... Oh, how I wish that director would have left the film's boatload of profanities and other philosophical and moral issues on the editing room floor. That content demands I knock the family-friendly rating of Instant Family down to a two and a half out of five. For more on the movie, check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. 
This is Mark Sadowski for Mark Sadowski Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadowski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family that this ring has mother's diamond, grandpa's ruby, but it was made for me. Mark Sadowski Jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you. And the best part is you contribute the ideas that will make it yours. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition since 1933. That's 85 years. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. So, Alexa is making everyone's life easier. Now you can ask her to turn on your lights or play your favorite radio station. And, of course, that's 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We've got the answers you need every day through Alexa or at 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milberger's Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And thank you for being a friend last uh, during the Halloween celebration to the San Antonio Food Bank with the money that we raised through your donations uh, here as you enjoyed all the activities. Uh, we have fed about, or you have fed about 12,000 folks. 11,900 meals were served uh, because of your generosity. So thank you for coming out and being a friend to those folks here uh, at Millburgers. And don't forget, uh, Christmas will also be helping out the San Antonio area Salvation Army. So come on out again, have some fun, uh, do some singing with the Sweet Lattel Lines or the uh, uh, the Country Western. The, um, oh, do they the, still uh, let you sing, sing with them? No. Oh. No. The Texas Weather Band. You don't have the same relationship with them that you do with the... Uh, Balloon maker, huh? No, they yeah. They get they won't let me make balloon animals either. Yeah, Milton gets a special gets to go right at the front of the line. That's not true. He even get, gets there before the line even starts. No cutsies. Yeah, I get here early. <laughs> I get here before <laughs> while they're still setting up. I I know this the drill, uh, but it's funny. Uh, they were so popular, and uh, they they told me it's exactly uh, the same way they go every. The same thing happens everywhere they go. Because what happened last time they were here is, so she was just making balloons. So all the squeaky and stuff. And one child, it was, it was they started at 11. And it was like 10.58. One child spotted them and came over and got their parent and came over. And that's all it took. It was like the other children sensed the vibe went out. And within two minutes, there was a line of four or five people, and that line didn't stop all day. Right. So, and they were hustling, uh, making those balloon animals well, and those balloon ad- sculptures. Uh, we need to make sure Milburgers gets a lot of credit because that, those are uh, 
benefit everybody, these activities. They're, mm-hmm. fun, they're fun, and then the money goes to all the money goes to charity. It's not, and, of course, uh, Millburgers likes you to come and uh, participate with in the store and buy your horticulture and plants here. But uh, well, that that Halloween was basically, uh, there wasn't a lot of action on the cash register. It was <laughs> mostly action on the people having fun and taking yeah. photos and uh, enjoying the holiday. Yeah. And speaking of photos, too, so, yeah, uh, just kind of being a good neighbor, too. So uh, uh, photos, it looks like they're setting up the photo area. Uh, which, if you want to uh, come by to take pictures for Christmas cards and things like that, that'd be a good place to do it. it looks like it's it's just being set up. Although, no, it may be done. Uh, well, I'll, I'll eyeball it uh, later and tell you tomorrow. They're going to have some uh, trees. They're going to bring oh, the, the Christmas trees. trees. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Great. Yeah, because it looks. I see the garland. Yeah. And the Merry Christmas sign and stuff like that. So I heard them talking. They're going to put some trees up there. Okay. Hey, Calvin, while we got you, uh, tell again about the Gardening Essentials class that's coming up. Of course, that's Monday, and it's from uh, uh, noon to 3 p.m., two sessions, like always. Uh, first speaker is going to be Betsy Grew, uh, founder of Compost Queens. She's going to d- discuss and demonstrate uh, a Bukashi composting, which... There's something Ooh, that, different. I'm not. We're that not sure sounds what it delicious. Is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, get a little bukashi with uh, cheese. You, you got me. Oh, yeah, you've got it's me. It's delicious. Off, <laughs> off the target here. Sorry. Go ahead. The spec, second speaker uh, is Trevor Broyles. He's a horticulturist and president of sales at Urban Soil, and he's going to discuss the importance of organics in your soil. And uh, this is a, sounds like a great program for you to attend and. Uh, Get involved in a discussion. Uh, all of us have issues on soil and things that didn't turn out the way we expect and uh, uh, problems that we need to solve. Uh, and uh, between the gardening volunteers that are in the audience and uh, these two speakers, you should be able to discuss those issues. And as always, you get to uh, can join the gardening volunteers of South Texas if you want to. And they'll have snacks. Uh-huh. It's free. Admission is free, but uh, they'd appreciate a five-dollar uh, donation to help cover the cost of the of the event. And if you want more information, Milton, what's that? Uh, GardeningVolunteers.org. GardeningVolunteers.org, and it'll get you information on the event, as well as uh, Gardening Volunteers, GVST, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, uh, which is an opportunity. I mean, just in this one event, uh, social. Uh, and educational, those two are involved. Uh, their their GVST is involved in a wide variety of different um, yeah. volunteer activities and That's gardening right. throughout the uh, the city. gardening related, including both yeah. Jerry's so service oriented uh, community efforts and my community efforts. Um, they're they're right in the middle of all those, and so you can you can dig in the dirt. There's volunteer opportunities to dig in the dirt. There's volunteer Lots of educational opportunities, if we search opportunities, uh, and uh, all of them uh, are fun and important and uh, contribute to the community. So check mm-hmm. it out. Check yeah. it out. All right, 210gardeningvolunteers.org, or go, go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about all kinds of events that are happening in San Antonio. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. Yeah, Calvin, just in a nice reminder, are they all of them here? Do you think that... 
uh, December. Is that just us, or no? They're they deliver them to the front desk. Well, that means that if you uh, your newsletter, if you get it by email or by mail, should be coming soon. Uh, may have already arrived. Right. Or you can go to um, come to the nursery and get a copy of your newsletter uh, here if uh, you uh, don't do the the mail out. Uh, and by the way, if you don't do it, occasionally we get calls from people who just do not do internet, they're not comfortable. That's okay. Call the nursery at 210-497-3760, and they'll put you on the mailing list. Uh, so just take your information, and then you'll start getting it, too. It's a great newsletter. We frequently uh, talk about it and read from it here uh, during the show. So uh, you can, uh, but not all of it, you know, so there's stuff you're missing. I mean, Jerry just reads, you know, doesn't read all the great stuff, just some right. of the good stuff. Right. So, uh, yeah, you can get the newsletter and... You want to tell them what else they can get free at the nursery? Crawford lettuce. Well, besides it, is it free? Uh, is the Crawford? I should, yeah. Perhaps I should have been less vague. Uh, speaking of time going by month to month, what else? Free, they, they still have calendars. They still have calendars, yep. Free. Yep. Just as a gift to you. So come on by. and Those are fun. People um, want those year after year. So uh, you can get your calendar here at Millburgers. It's already here. You can put those. Those would make great stocking stuffers. And you can get your Crawford lettuce seed. Yeah. Which should be planted now. That would make a great, uh, well, is that going to be too late as a stocking stuffer? No. Okay. And it won't freeze? I couldn't get my relatives in, in Alabama to take any more of the Crawford reseeding lettuce. What? <laughs> I, think, I, think they, I think they enjoyed it too much. What They happened? really did enjoy it. No, I, I think she's kind of taking a break from gardening right now. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, did, it, did they let some reseed? I think they did, yeah, because it's been two seasons now. They got it two crisp, two uh, winters ago. Okay. And then last winter, I think it came up again. Yeah. Yeah, so they were kind of, I really want to get them into the uh, real grand gold uh, pepper business. Yeah. yeah, the pepper business, but uh, we'll see. Uh, but anyway, um, so lots of stuff here at, at Millburgers. And you can learn about just about all of it at millburgernursery.com. But come on by and visit with us. Maybe tomorrow, uh, come on by and say hello. Gather your gardening questions and uh, take advantage of some of the great things on sale. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Next weekend, uh, we'll visit with uh, Bill Spielen. Of Wild Birds really? Unlimited. Yeah, Bill's going to... He's still around, huh? <laughs> yes, Bill's... Why? What do you yeah. know? Uh, no, Bill's kinda, still around. old, isn't he? No. Oh. I don't think so. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, because yeah. you're young. No. Uh, yeah, Bill's... Bill's going to come on. We'll talk a little bit about birding and some uh, gift ideas for you, too. So, um, yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Bill's fun to talk to, and he's knowledgeable. Um Dedicated to uh, bird feeding and mm-hmm. uh, supporting uh, bird wildlife populations in the, in our community. You know, the neat thing, too, was when I was visiting with him, um, there were some uh, people that had come in. And this happens it's actually almost every time. And I he visit. let them in, huh? <laughs> let them in, that's correct. Get off our porch. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Bill let them in, and they were talking about things they could get. And so I, I left at the same time that they did. And, and I said, you know, uh, did you all have a nice visit or something like that? I was just making small talk. And they said, yeah, we've been here. We come here, you know, like once a month or something. I don't remember what they said. We come here all the time. 
and they're so knowledgeable, and they do a great job, and we, we don't know what we do without them. It's, so they've, you know, they've developed a nice relationship. I'm trying to remember what they bought. Um, I'm trying to think if they got seed or if they got a feeder. I can't honestly remember. But that's the cool thing about stores like, uh, you know, Wild Birds Unlimited or even Millburgers. You, you begin to develop a relationship with the people that work there who have a vested interest in, in your success. They're not hourly employees. They're not, you know, just there. They're, they're there to make sure that you have a, a good experience. And, uh, you know. And, and Bill over there, as well as Millburgers, they do a great job. They really do. Um, it, go in there and just start talking to them, and you'll hear it. Or talk to another customer in the store who's been there before. And if uh, you don't like Bill, there's the other good people on the staff <laughs> there. there. There's Rose. Much more Rose charming, yeah. Job. Man, are you just don't Bill doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> you're, you're beating up poor Bill. Are you going to be nicer to him next Saturday? Probably. I'll try. I'll okay. try. My, I'll try my best. Okay. I'll make sure I take all my medications and please. What's okay. coming up Thursday, Milton? Thanksgiving. Well, you know what that means. What? Stuffing your face with turkey and stuffing and oh, pecan pie. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, we mentioned it last week. I, I read. Uh, I read our addendum that you made us add to the pecan pie. Your daughter too. <laughs> he did God bring. He did bring that up. So yeah. thank God someone else besides me found out uh-huh. there was a problem. I was feeling horrible. And uh, we've is, got all the recipes. Our uh, pecan recipes and a link to them on plantanswers.com. And for your benefit, he added us. It's an important sentence there. There you go. You remember that, Calvin. Yeah. What did you add? For novice cooks such as Milton. (laughs) Thank you. Be sure to check the pie that is baking and remove the pie before the pecans on top have blackened (laughs) or burst into flames. Thank you. Did you ever decide? Also, this recipe fills a large 10-inch pie shell. If smaller pie shell is used, the extra ingredients can be put in a drinking glass and drank for dessert. Woo! Man, you know what you could do with them? You <laughs> could put some tequila or brandy in there, too. Well, I didn't think about that. A, te- a pecan. You could pour, it, pour that Sunrise or something. You could make a, pour it over vanilla ice cream. Ooh, that would, that be, would, really that be, would good. be good. That would be good, yeah. yeah. Wish we should try that. <laughs> Make sure it's good before we recommend it. Well, Jerry did. Uh, we talked about uh, all of the different pecan yeah. recipes that are on the Plant Answers. That's on there from the pecan Texas Pecan Growers Association. Uh, like I said, they're on the pecan recipes. Uh, I've, I've highlighted all the recipes on plantanswers.com. And the, the good news is every index. every single one of them with pecans is good. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah but the divine. T- tough on their diet. But. Bur- bourbon pecan pie. Calvin ought to like that. Bourbon chocolate pecan pie. Calvin ought to like that. <laughs> I brandy, like them all. Brandy <laughs> pecan pie. Are you a brandy or a bourbon pecan pie person? Rum. A, 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 an Irish whiskey, yes. What is rum pecan pie. <laughs> and then buttermilk pie. What buttermilk was, pecan uh, pie. Yeah. For Sour the, cream pecan. What was the little book you got used to get with uh, that had all the bartending, uh, all the recipes in it? It sounds like 
like Mr. Tipsy's bartender guide or something. It was a little red book. And then on the recipe. No, I don't it remember. It sounds like that. Bourbon pecan pie. Tequila pecan pie. <laughs> well, let's t- tomorrow let's talk a little bit about it. We'll, okay. we'll focus on that because that's... Upside that's, down apple pecan pie. Ooh, that's not really... <laughs> ooh, that sounds good. Okay, maybe I'll ask Laura if she'll try that this year. Because okay. she likes apple pie and, and pecan, she likes pecan pie. I saw an article in the paper today that pecans are the same price... This year as they were last year. Oh, oh that's cool. Yeah. Hey, so we're going to say goodbye for today. We're back tomorrow, so you get your gardening questions ready and join us. Uh, we're back here at Millburgers. And your pecan. And, and your drink. Weren't you talking about a drinking yeah, so, so the, the, discussion, too? Yeah, no. Just, we, maybe we should get David. David is our expert. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.